What's going on, Panthers fans, and welcome to this week's episode of the Panthers Pour, a Carolina Panthers podcast, coming to you live, uh, finally back in Kannapolis, North Carolina this week. Um, I'm your host, Nate, as always, and we are accompanied by none other than the Adam. What's going on, man? How are you feeling? Welcome to week 18, the final ride. It's it. We're done. It's over. It was over before it was over, um, <clears throat> but that's quite okay. That's uh, that's quite okay. It was over before it was over, but uh, like I said last week, it is better to be disappointed in January than it is to be disappointed in December or perhaps even November. Um, so with that being said, I'm proud of the way that my team went out gracefully and had the uh, most boring and ugly win of uh, this season. I believe that Week 18 against the Saints in New Orleans was the most boring fucking football game I watched all year. I would agree that that was a complete snooze fest. But then, as soon as the game went off, they flipped over to the other game, and that was like the Jets and the Dolphins, and it was six to six. And I was like, "Damn, maybe we didn't have the most boring game. Maybe we, this was the most boring game because they only had six points apiece. I don't know what went on in that game, but you know, we did have a seven to seven. It, I would say that." Maybe the last drive was the only drive that was even interesting. Even our touchdown was somewhat of a folly. I mean, the way it happened. For those of you who didn't watch it, it was a 10-7 to win over the New Orleans Saints. In New Orleans, our boy Eddie. Eddie Pinero. Came through clutch. He was doing his job. And you love to see it. Um, I think last week what I said was, and I think that you agreed, um, so if I'm incorrect, I apologize. I'm not sure if you agreed or not. What was said last week was that nothing is really riding on this game other than other people's jo- like people's jobs. That was the general consensus that we had reached. And I still don't think um, this game proved much. Yeah, th- th- that's one thing I wrote in my notes. Does this win help anybody? I mean, did anybody get anything out of this that say, you know what, you know, this puts you over the limit. This is this is where we hire you just because. Of, no, I don't think this anybody's going to say, hey, the Saints game at the end of the year. You see, you see that game. Yeah, that was nobody's nobody in uh, management or making the decisions to hire and fire is going to say, oh yeah, that game, that final game was the real decision. I didn't know before then. Um, if you didn't, if there's, if there's anything that you didn't know before that game that you knew from that game, please reach us, reach out to us and explain to me what that is because it was fucking boring. The only takeaway I have from that game is that, um, Deontay Foreman got that dog in him. Oh yeah. Cause he tried to punch Davenport in the fucking face. He did face. take a swing. And they both got ejected. I was kind of a little disappointed in him. I'm like, why? You, this is the last game of the season. I mean, why now? I mean, why th- this game does not matter? Half uh, half of me says most of them didn't even want to play. Yeah, uh kind of looked like a preseason game. It did. I don't think anybody really wanted to play. I think that uh, Sam Darnold took some chances that he wouldn't have took. Coming with his interceptions, like he was taking a shot. I don't blame him for either ball he threw. 
I blame him for underthrowing the balls he he threw. But that shot to DJ in the end zone that got intercepted by uh, the Honey Badger. I understand that. He, you're taking a shot. I mean, that was a good shot. You just under threw the ball. If you'd have threw it right and the timing would have been right, it, it would have been a touchdown and it would have looked good. But McAdoo's got to go. I've said it. McAdoo's got to go. Yeah, gone. But, again, we knew that before this game. And, I mean, there's really not a, there's really not a lot to say. Like I said, the other takeaway that I got from this game, other than Deontay Foreman having that dog in him, is um, it felt good to beat the Saints twice in one season. Yeah, we got the brooms out. Sweep them out. So that felt good. But other than that, it wasn't our proudest win. But a dub is a dub is a dub on any W day. It's a dub. and I'll It's take a seven-win season. Seven-win season. And this is why. This is bring, this brings me to my next, my next point. And – You're going to have to forgive me if I get a little excited. I just want to say that right now. As stated last week during our Week 17 episode, we announced that we are full on a Steve Wilkes podcast. We are pro-Steve Wilkes. Now, this man took a... One in five. Was one in four or one in five? One in five. He took a one in five team and made them seven and nine. Or seven and ten. He finished six and six. So he finished six and six. Mm-hmm. Which is more wins than Matt Rule had last season. Yeah, he won six and and the season before. And he had eight and he had seventeen and eighteen games. Why are we I, I get it that you have to go through the facade of interviewing people, but I really do genuinely in my heart feel like Steve Wilkes deserves the job and maybe Maybe I'll get accused of meat writing, but I, I don't give a shit. I think he deserves the job. I think the, the guys want to play for him, and that's the end-all, be-all. The only thing that I think that it's standing in between him being our head coach and him not being our head coach is this. Money. I don't think it has anything to do with his ability to, to coach. I don't think it has anything to do with him as a person. I think it's all going to go down to how much he asked for, or rather how much he's offered. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't really want to speculate right now because it's it's going to be the basis of a lot of our off season content at least for the at least until until April. Yeah, the coaching, the who's going to be the coach and who gets hired as the coach is going to be the basis of this podcast probably for the first until April, and then April it's going to be what we do in the draft and whether we keep Sam or not. So. I believe it's foolish right now to say 100% is Steve Wilkes because, like I said last week, I think I'm pro Steve Wilkes. I, I want him to. I want him to get the job. But there's a lot of Panther fans out there that have got their eyes set somewhere else. It, as soon as names started coming out, then people started popping up on like the the Facebook pages and stuff. That you know they want Harbaugh, they want Peyton. Uh, D'Amico Ryan. I mean, we're going to talk about all all of these on the future podcast. I'm sure. This is true. I guess it's I guess it's best not to speculate this early. So I won't do any speculation. But I do think that I'm going to leave it at that. I do think Steve Wilkes deserves the job, just because of the point he was able to prove. And I do think no matter what choice we make, whatever choice is made, whether they say it or not. It would. It comes down to the money aspect of it, and it's all about how much he's offered and how much he's willing to take. Well, we, 
Tepper is the second richest owner in football. He just got surpassed by the Denver owner. He's he's the second richest owner in football. Um, I I don't I don't know that money is an option to this guy. That's why we've paid so many quarterbacks. He wants to win, and he wants to win now. And if if you look at it. He he owns two professional sports franchises. He owns the Carolina Panthers. He owns Charlotte FC. He fired both of those coaches this year in the middle of the season. I didn't know that the soccer coach got fired. Yes, it's our inaugural season. And halfway through the season, he fired the coach. Halfway through the season. Damn, bro. Tepper wants to win now, and he's willing to throw a ton of money into winning now. I mean, I, you know what? I guess, I guess we'll see. I just think, um, like I said, I can't say it enough. I think Steve Wilkes deserves the job overall 100%. If you were to ask me and I were to have to cast my vote, that's where I'd cast mine. But I believe if, if we voted, if all Panther fans got a vote, I believe Steve Wilkes would win overwhelmingly. But at the same time, I don't think it's as cut and dry as me and you think it is. Of course not. There's too much stuff we don't know. I mean, can you really turn down Jim Harbaugh? Can you really? I mean, I mean, look at it. He, the guys went to a Super Bowl. His NFL record is stellar as an NFL coach. He's he's leaving college. The um, the NCAA is on his ass. They're about to put him with sanctioned recruit, recruiting violations. He's gone. He's leaving Michigan. He's got a good, like I said, he's got a good NFL record. I mean, he's, many people said he should have done a better job at Michigan. He got run out of, he's been to a bunch of bowl games at Michigan, never won one and been blown out in at least four of them. Now, he got blew out by TCU. We've seen what TCU happened Monday night. That was, that was a travesty. That was Murdered in the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and all the way to 16th degree. And I'm not going to start talking. I mean, the first thing that happened, did I, did I seen coming out of nowhere, Panther-related to do with that, is people was wanting Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett is 26 years old. Stetson Bennett is the same age. Stetson, he, he might be older than Patrick Mahomes. He might be older than Josh Allen. He's definitely old, as old as Joe Joe Burrow. Yeah, I think he's definitely older than. Uh, I think he's definitely older than Patrick Mahomes. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure. If I had to, if I had to gamble, Mahomes is 27. Uh, so he's got him by a year. What about Josh Allen? Josh Allen. Josh Allen's 26. So they're the same age. Um, I want to ask Panther fans, do they remember the last time that a quarterback that was a rookie, did Stetson Bennett win the Heisman? But the quarterback for TCU was the runner-up. And Stetson Bennett is the winningest coach. I mean, winningest quarterback. In uh, well, Stetson Bennett's twenty five. Twenty five. 
His birthday is October 28th. On an on an average, yeah, you would graduate between 20 and 21, but 22 would more than likely typically be when you graduated. So so he's going to The last time we drafted a quarterback like Stetson Bennett, his name was Chris Winky. He played for Florida State. Winky Winky was the same deal. Winky was like 27 years old when he came out of college because he went and played professional baseball. Now, I don't know why Stetson Bennett is still is still in college at that's cause college at 25. That's because college players are being paid to play. Could have something to do with it, but pro players are being paid to play, and the quarterback position pays the most. I won't get into it too much because I don't know a ton about college football. I'm not totally. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't even have a specific team. Imagine that you're right. The NFL pay if if college if college players are being paid to play, then they are definitely being significantly underpaid to what NFL players are being paid. I'm sure of that. However. You put yourself in his position. You're 25. You're making whatever they're paying you. All you're doing is playing football. And you're basically a celebrity at the college you go to. So, there you go. I think that's your answer. I, I don't I don't think that – well, and then look at it like this. He's thinking, I'm top – I'm top – no pun intended here. I'm, I'm top dog here, and I'm already collecting money. I can only play here for so long. So, why not ride it out as long as I can, get this bread – because if I go to the NFL, I might not be shit. Well, I mean, I'm sitting here going over. He's had a weird journey in college. He committed to Georgia. He, he was a walk-on in Georgia in 2017. When Justin Fields committed to Georgia in 2018, he decided to transfer to Jones County Junior College. This is all according to Wikipedia. All right, he played for them. He was a three-star prospect. And uh, he became the backup quarterback. He went back He went back to Georgia in 2018 when Fields left and went to Ohio State. And then he backed up Jake Fromm in 2019. And then he backed up DeWin Mathis. And then he started in 2021 a backup to a guy named JT Daniels. Many That's men. crazy. But here's the here's what I get from that. Nobody wanted him. No, nobody thought this guy was a first-string quarterback until now. I don't think Stetson Bennett is the answer for the Panthers. Now, don't get me wrong. If he's sitting around in round four, I mean, maybe we take a shot at Stetson Bennett. Maybe in round four because we got the extra uh, draft picks this year. But I, I'm not on the Stetson Bennett wagon. I think people just seen a good game and like, hey, let's get this guy. I mean, it's the only game on TV. He's the best quarterback in that game. Everybody went crazy for him. It's already started. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think I agree with that statement. If he's lingering, maybe so, but I don't think that should be our target for sure. 
I mean, I'm Scott Fitterer said that he's going to take more risks in this draft for more explosive players. Explosive players. So I, I don't know what that means. But I don't know what happens with Sam. Sam did not do any do himself any favors in that Saints game, as we pointed out before. No, he did not. I don't think anybody did themselves any favors. I think Eddie Pinero. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think Eddie Pinero just guaranteed he's going to be our kicker next year. Yeah, he did solidify his spot. I'll give you that. Yeah, Gonzalez is gone and Pinero's in. I, I, I think we're there. I think we've done. I think we've had the emotional roller coaster with Pinero, like his failure in Atlanta. Yeah, we've seen his. Uh, we've seen his highs and we've seen his lows. I mean, when he won that game, he acted like he won the Super Bowl, dude. It's like, <laughs> and he kicked that shit, especially after watching Lutz miss. Watching the other guy miss, and then your team goes down the field and gives it to you, and you and you bring it home. You know, that probably had to make his whole season. It probably washed away Atlanta. Which, if he would have won the Atlanta game, we would have uh, made the playoffs. But I'm not going to... Uh, I'm gonna re, not gonna revisit that. No, I'm not. So, uh, wound still sore, wound still tender. Um, I don't know. I really, you know, with it being such a boring loss, and you know, we don't want to speculate too much regarding who's gonna be where. I really don't know what else to go into. Um, Panther related. Um, we're, yeah. I mean, it's right now. It's. We we're in limbo right now, and it's and like I said, I'm gonna go back and do some homework and look at some things. I mean, we can we'll have something to talk about, but I think we need to let this sit at least another week before we start even trying to move the pieces around the board because we we don't even have a clear picture of who is going to be interviewed yet. We're starting to hear names, but you can't interview people who's in the middle of a season. Right. So if Panthers it, news, I will say this: we, this is something we could, you could, you could, we, or we could definitely touch on. This is something we can definitely touch on. That boy Steve Smith robbed of his opportunity as um, being a finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Fucking travesty, man! How does how does <clears> that happen? Travesty. On the brighter side of things, Luke Eakley and D'Angelo Williams are named to be college ho- in, named to be inducted, possibly into the College Football Hall of Fame. So uh, that's other Panthers news on the brighter side. I don't really know what D. Will's numbers stack up to in college, but I do know Luke Keekley had a stellar college career. Those pictures of Luke Keekley in college are funny. He looks like a swole ass nerd. Oh, I thought you were talking about in the, in the Boston College golden red. He did, there was a specific picture. I think he might have taken it when he got drafted. He was in the suit and he had his glasses on and he just looked like a big swole ass nerd. He looked like he could bench press a Volkswagen, but also do calculus. And he was the best player in that draft. Agreed. It was the best. that 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 we was uh, we was talking to me and we was having a discussion 
on one of the fan Facebook pages about who was the biggest bust in Panthers history. You know, who's the biggest bust? And it, and it, the conversation sparked from an article that somebody had read. And obviously, the number one pick on that article was Ray Carew. So we decided that we wasn't going to let Ray be number one because he was number one because of murder. That's why he was a bust. Not because of talent. We was going... Who was a football bust? Is pretty much yeah. He was the word. He was the bust by other out, outlying factors. Yeah, I mean those those were his decisions that he made, but they weren't football related. I mean, yeah, they weren't football related decisions. He's not a bust in the NFL because of foot because he was a bad football player or whatever. He's bad because he's a fucking criminal. He's a criminal. So uh, I I propose this Jeff Ota, an offensive lineman. He's the Worst pick. He's he's the biggest bust in Panthers history. Him or uh, Tishmanga Biakabatuka was another one that didn't live up. Set that set us back. Kelvin Benjamin's in there. He's probably yeah, because he was hurt a majority of the time he was there. I mean, he had one good season, and then he had the weight issues, and yeah, the weight he was... issues continued to follow him wherever he went. But I think it's Jeff Ota, and it shows you. And and my argument was Jeff Ota, that pick, set the Panthers back. We we hurt for years after that losing that because that number one pick we we flubbed it. We didn't get nothing out of that number one pick. But Kelvin Benjamin was a late first round pick. Uh and and. And we actually did better with Kelvin. I mean, we, we won the division. We got like, Kelvin was like the 20-something pick. And then the next year, we won the division again with him. He had 1,000 yards. And then the next year, we went to the Super Bowl. But he got hurt in a preseason uh, scrimmage game against Miami. And he didn't play that season. And that's the year we went to the Super Bowl and went 15-1. And guess who the Panthers receiver were? Billy Brown and Ted Ginn. That was the Panthers receivers when we went to the Super Bowl. And Devin Punches, who was a rookie. A so, weird de- – sorry, this is – I hate to throw you off. The weird Devin Funches fact. Did you see where he got invited to a, um, like an NBA camp? Yeah, he said he's going to try to transition to NBA. I've met Devin Funches. I have autographed cards from him. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I met him. I think it was in Atlanta. I wonder if that would be the Atlanta Hawks he would – um, I don't know. He said he's his first love was basketball. More power to the guy. I hope he does it. But he was a second round pick. I, I wasn't gonna say him. Me, because he 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 actually had some pro- productivity. Dwayne Jarrett is another story. He was a second high second round draft pick. That just his his highlight for me was Steve Smith embarrassing him in the locker room, telling him he need to read read the playbook more when he was giving an interview like just called him out in front of everybody that was you know but it's typical Steve Smith Mm. but yeah that's the answer Jeff Ota Jeff Ota is the biggest bust in Panthers history so as you all know this would uh, we are covering week 18 which is our uh, final week of football um, for the 2022-2023 season 
we will not be covering anything other than Panthers related stuff. So you won't be getting any playoff or Super Bowl episodes from us. If I mean, it, obviously it's going to bleed in. So it's like, going to bleed in, but you're not. You're not. Gonna, we're not going to make a. We're not going to make a podcast for the sake of playoff games or the Super Bowl. Yeah. If we make an episode, as those are going on, those will be mentioned, of course. But nothing. Uh, those those events will not be uh, generating any Panthers poor episodes. With that being said, like uh, Adam stated earlier. Uh, the rest of the year until August will be us pretty much uh, discussing where everybody's going. Up in the first couple episodes will be just speculations. If you are, uh, if you're tuning in this week, and I think we forgot to say it last week, um, Happy New Year! First of all, because I think we did forget to say Happy New Year. Did we? Yeah, I think we did. I think we did forget to say Happy New Year. So this is our second episode in 2023. But uh, we're here, and we're doing it big. We're finally uh, face-to-face again, and our quality should be sounding much better. Hopefully there's not as much road noise. Some of it bled in, but we'll be getting rid of that. In the off-season, we are also thinking about, or Adam came up with the idea. I don't want to take any credit on this because this is a really good idea. Uh, tailgate meals, making some videos and talking about some tailgate meals, making maybe some recipes or something. Um, so that's just one of the things we're tossing around for the off season. Uh, we got some other stuff in store for you guys, and I'm working on a little, um, I'm getting the stickers and stuff set up so you can order those and support the podcast that way. We are available on Spotify and Apple these days, Apple Podcasts. Those are the two platforms that we are available on. I can't stress this enough. If you listen to your podcast elsewhere and you want us available on there, please let me know and I'll get it on there for you. There's just no reason for us to go there. If that's Spotify and Apple covers pretty much 90, 90% of, of people who listen to podcasts. Yeah. I used to listen to podcasts on a thing called Podcast Addict. That was my go-to, but Podbean back in the day. Uh, SoundCloud. Another one that's SoundCloud is where I uploaded my very first podcast episode mm. of all time. I wish I had that back. Mm. It'd be nice. Yeah, I can't imagine the the shit that's on there. Um, probably not anything good. Other than that, if uh, you want to ever call in live on the show, let us know. We now have the technology to support that in crystal clear quality. So if you want to call in live during a show and speak with us about something, hit us up on the Panthers Poor Facebook page. It's the Panthers Poor. You can uh, email us, not email us. Um, you can message us through there and let us know what you want to talk about, and you know we'll get on. We'll do some shit, man. Um, I, I I want to hear from y'all. I want to hear from y'all live. Even if uh, if it's not live, then I would at least like to hear from you for some questions or some suggestions. So if you have any of those, feel free to message us. Again, we're available on Spotify and Apple. If you don't like us on there, let us know where to put it, and I'll put it up there. Other than that, this has been week 18 of Carolina Panthers football and the last week of Carolina Panthers football for the for the 2022-2023 season. 
Oh yeah, we've got the schedule already out with some big na- with some big games, some big home games, some big teams coming to Charlotte yes. next year. Yes. <clears throat> you uh you you PSLing again? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely this year. Yeah. These big names, we'll talk Eddie, about it. We'll talk about it. Eddie got PSLs. Oh really? Did yeah, he? Yeah. yeah. I was like, damn, dude, that's lit. He was like. I don't know what he said exactly. I was like, but at least you'll have fun for sure. <laughs> you'll at least have fun. So there's that. Um, again, happy new year because we missed uh, missed out on that last week. We do thank you for the continued support. Um, we we're still you know we're not really going up, but we're staying steady. So for the ones who are tuning in every week, thank you so much. We appreciate your support. Give us a follow on the Panthers Pour. Like and review the show on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Uh, Five star rating. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> especially for this new sound quality, because we're sounding we're sounding good. Um, other than that, with that being said, it's been a, it's been a an emotional ride of a season. I've been up, I've been down, I've I've cu- I've cursed in happiness, I've cursed in sadness, I've cried, I've boasted. It's been like a toxic marriage, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. It beats the shit out of you, but you keep coming back. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, we can't get enough. The next time you hear from us will probably be, let's see, it's in, we're still in the week, or in the month of January, and it's only the 11th. So you might hear from us again before January's over um, regarding some news and what decisions will be made. Other than that, all I can tell you, Panthers poor nation and Panthers fans, so let's go Panthers. Yeah, and keep pounding.